Good morning, everybody. I am here with Matisse Meglish, who is the head of Healthcare Informatics Center at the National Institute of Public Health in Slovenia. Good morning, Matisse. Morning, Tina. It's great to have you here with us this morning. Um, why don't we start our conversation uh, with you giving us an overview of your professional background and how you became involved with uh, healthcare IT? Good, good. Um, it's interesting. I've been fascinated by public health and informatics um, when I was studying medicine. And immediately after finishing uh, medical school, I uh, started doing research. So I did my um, PhD in trying to combine public health, e-health, and informatics together. Um, so I did some interesting research on um, helping treat, support treatment of patients with depression. And um, somehow I got engaged in international projects more and more, the EU a lot of interesting EU um, e-health strategy stuff and things developed and um, I'm just enjoying uh, more and more the work I do. Mm -hmm. For our listeners who may not be as familiar with the term, when we talk about health informatics, what do we mean? Well, basically, health informatics involves any kind of activity that um, supports the process both of health care um, as well as public health. So any kind of information communication technology being used to support the, the processes of providing the care or, or promoting care, so public health, health care as well. Um, it's an, as, as you might imagine, it's an extremely broad field mm -hmm. with an extreme diversity of solutions, services, products. Mm -hmm. uh, from your perspective, what is broken in the healthcare sector that needs to be addressed? Well, I don't, I don't think we could say it's really broken. It's just the fact that because the population health is changing in time. Um, also, the healthcare system is supposed to evolve accordingly. And in, in these particular times with the aging population, with the huge rise of chronic diseases, the healthcare systems are usually just not capable to adopt that fast because they're rather rigid systems as the way they're organized and through the culture of the, the professionals working in, in these systems. So I think that where well, healthcare technology steps in is basically trying to facilitate the change as well as trying to engage both the patient to a greater extent to basically support this huge increase in demand to support how the healthcare system will provide services to, to support mm -hmm. this huge demand. Mm -hmm. What are some of the European-wide initiatives that um, you're involved with um, that are trying to address some of the issues that you mentioned? I think that... Um, EU has an extremely well-thought approach towards it, covering a lot of different layers, both from very high-level political um, strategy perspective all down to the very detailed technical approaches. So there's a number of projects and initiatives covering all these different areas. I'm, I'm happy to be engaged in some of the strategy work being done, like the Health Governance Initiative, um, you know, designing the, the roadmaps as to how the member states should agree together on the future steps towards, let's say, interoperability, which is interoperability is one of the key requirements, um, for, you know, towards more cost effective healthcare. Um, there's also a lot of, um, other activities, initiatives going on, for example, in the gamification field, in social media, um, both, um, health promotion as well. There's a, a, a huge, um, there's a huge number of activities going on now trying to use social media gamification mm -hmm. um, to support promotion, health, basically public health. Mm -hmm. How is game gamification uh, being used? Uh, buzzwords, you know, in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. But it's actually going to have a huge effect on how healthcare is delivered. Um, because 
it's one of the things that's going to change the way the patients are engaged. And not just the patients. Basically, you can apply gamification as a, as a concept to almost any kind of activity, any kind of process taking place. So you can, you can gamify, you know, you can gamify parts of the hospital activities. Mm -hmm. So you can have, um, people competing on how well they perform their job, how well they achieve their, you know, quality indicators. Or you can have, um, someone with high blood pressure looking at the scoring of, um, how well does he comply with the, um, the, the lifestyle. Um, management schedule that he was, for example, supposed to follow. Mm -hmm. Have you come across on an application that you have used personally or have used? Have you seen others use it successfully that you thought it was very innovative and interesting? Yeah, actually back in 2008, 2009, we had a startup developing one of these, um, uh, one of these um, solutions. Um, we were looking at the problem that when For example, a lot of us know that we should do more exercise. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we've all got jobs, kids. There's so much to do. So oftentimes we just fail to go on that morning run or afternoon run because there's other things to do. So we try to develop a gamification concept around around that. So trying to make people actually, you know, make a promise that, you know, you'll change something. You'll go to run that 10K run mm -hmm. in six months. Get a tailored plan that fits into your schedule and then engage your your social network so engage your friends and family to look at how well you're progressing and gamify that so it was very interesting because um in contrast to for example um, um services that are only looking at how much you run in terms of kilometers we were rather focusing on how well you keep to your personal training plan because mm -hmm. you know if you're just looking at how much you run it can easily lead to injuries, especially if you're just starting running. So you're just starting running for the first time and you're competing, let's say you're competing online with other people and they're running much more in terms of kilometers or miles. So it's actually not, that's not the measure you should be looking at. It's a different measure. Mm -hmm. And our, you know, the measure we thought was the best was actually to look at how well they stick to their own personal plan. Mm -hmm. So we, we try to build kind of an incentive scheme around that. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Um, I understand you're involved with EPSOS in some capacity, and the project is finishing up soon. Um, can you give a brief overview of what the project was about and what possibly some of the expected results are? Mm -hmm. Well, I think EPSOS was one of the major changers as far as e-health is concerned in, um, in Europe. So EPSOS basically is a large-scale pilot which means um, we're actually trying to bring these services alive into use. It's a pilot, meaning that the, the, the final volume of these services provided is not necessarily you know, huge. But still, we need to get to a stage when we're production ready. And at least for us in Slovenia, for example, um, even though we might not have many patients actually using the service in the pilot stage, it was a huge transformation just going getting engaged on the EU level in an EU project to such a level that you are ready to do production services with other member states. It's been a, a lot of transformation for us and we learned a lot and we took a lot of knowledge from other member states, which was a huge benefit for mm -hmm. us, for example. And when such a pilot project ends, what's next? Yeah, well, this is something that we're working on now. There's um, a couple of, um, I would say, shorter time span projects um, and initiatives which are trying to establish the future steps. So it's both about sustainability mm -hmm. um, as well as how will you do that sustainability. So we're looking at, um, there's, uh, for example, the Expand thematic network running just now, which is looking at how can we take these assets that have been developed 
and provide them back to the member states in a way that they can use them and that it's sustainable. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not an easy thing. It's very complex because these, these resources, like um, in Epsos, you've got some central IT resources and you've got some local national IT resources. And it gets incredibly difficult into how do you manage and govern these resources? Who pays the central ones and how much? Mm -hmm. Who pays the local ones and how much? Mm -hmm. And it, it, it gets complicated. And then different member states have different views Etc. So, mm -hmm. but it's an interesting it's an interesting work, and once it's done, it's going to be much easier to do anything else on top. Mm -hmm. um, another big uh, topic uh, is the uh, data privacy and uh, safety. Um, what are some things that are taking place uh, in this uh, topic? Well, regarding data data privacy, I think the the key thing we're all looking at at the moment is the um, the Personal Data Protection Directive, which um, is being in the process of acceptance now, and that's going to have um, one of the biggest influences into uh, to how we do our work. For example, I'm uh, coordinating a joint action called Parent Patient Registries Initiative, which is looking at how can we use data that resides already resides in in various patient registries across Europe. How can we use that data for secondary purposes? So, can we pull that data together, analyze it, and use it for health technology assessment? Um, public health, uh, safety, quality of care, etc. And um, at the moment, we might be able to do that. But if uh, if the Personal Data Protection Directive is implemented in a way that um, does not allow secondary use like that, that requires consent for every use, which is mm -hmm. beyond the, the care process, you know, a lot of these activities might actually, we'll, we'll need to stop a lot of that. And mm -hmm. I think public health might suffer in the end because we're going to be lacking some of the data to, to steer, to mm -hmm. steer the system. Mm -hmm. So this is the, for now, this is definitely the biggest thing to watch. Mm -hmm. Are there any other um, uh, big policy issues that are being discussed among European countries at the moment? Well, recently there's the, um, there's been the release of the M Health Green Paper. Mm -hmm. That's definitely been a, a, a big move, I think, also on, um, from the Commission side. Um, to, to, acknowledge, to acknowledge the, the huge speed of change with the mobile devices, uh, with, with the apps mm -hmm. um, environment. Um, and I think it's a very good paper. You know, it, it points out all the, the key issues that should be addressed. Um, so I think it's going to be a big help for us as well to, to say, okay, we recognize that it's an important field. This is where we need to be spending a lot of our efforts on. Mm -hmm. Where do you think we'll be in five to ten years from now? Mm, that's a good question. Well, definitely there's going to be the, you know, the mobile devices, uh, 24-7 ubiquitous computing. That's going to change the way we do stuff. Um, there's going to be the, the, one of the biggest changes I think uh, that is going on now is people are getting more and more engaged. They have more and more information, not just about how treatment should look like in general, but how treatment should look like for them. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's going to change. It's going to, so it's going to influence both the demand because then, you know, patients are going to be much more aware of what they want and they're going to have access to information about themselves as well as about the system and what they're supposed to receive from that system. Mm -hmm. So the healthcare system is going to be faced with much more knowledgeable consumers, you know, knowing what they want and also being very fast. So I think mostly it's going to be the physicians suffering a lot because they will need to really change as well, go along with the flow. Mm -hmm. When I, when I, um, you know, occasionally give a talk to the, to the, to the young medical doctors in Slovenia, I, I say to them, you know, be aware, IT is here and it's, it's, it's really going fast and you need to go on that train because otherwise you're going to be, you know, running behind it and it, you know, you can't afford to miss it. Mm 
It's mm-hmm. going so fast. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, Matisse. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank <laughs> that, you was, <laughs> that was Matisse Meglish, who is the head of Healthcare Informatics Center at the National Institute of Public Health in Slovenia. Thanks again. Thank you, Tina.